0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. um, All of September, we kind of make it our stewardship month. Important that we consider our giving both in time and money to the parish, to God, to the kingdom of God. So um, I want you to consider that. Um, As we move forward through the month, there will be different handouts in your bulletin. And uh, it's important to understand that as we gather as a community, that these commitments that we make for time and our finances are very important to the growth of the church and the many things we do. So I want you to look at that uh, carefully. Uh, But also, we are stewards of our souls. Most importantly, we steward our souls. And um, the cross of Christ becomes an important part of that stewardship. How do we bear the crosses God gives to us? In unforeseen events, let me not forget that all are sent by you for my salvation, for my good. It's hard to find that sometimes in the middle of disasters and difficulties. But we know that there's a goodness in every cross God gives to us to bear, if we bear it well. So uh, and today, we have this beautiful convergence of the Feast of the Mother of God and the Holy Cross. So um, the Mother of God had a very severe cross to bear. She had to bear her son lifted up upon that cross. So I figured a good thing to do would be to read uh, the troparia that she, that the church assigns to the feasts of the cross where she is observing Christ on the cross. And what does she say to us? What do we hear from her? That here, we, hear, we need to hear these because it helps us bear the cross properly, to have the right response to the crosses we bear. So I'll read a few and then uh, make a few comments. When thou, O pure mother, hast seen in days of old thy son and master with his hands stretched out upon the cross and his side pierced by a lance, thou hast wept and cried aloud. Woe is me! How dost thou, who lovest mankind, and take away the sin of the world, suffering of me, suffer? So the first thing we hear is that a cross should make us weep and cry. That's what she did, right? She wept. Secondly, we hear this from her. Behold thee, O most gracious Son and all-powerful God, stripped and dead upon the wood. I am sorely wounded, and my innermost self is troubled, cried the blameless virgin, lifting up her voice and groaning. Let us sing her praises as the mother of the Lord and glorify her as such with faith. So she's troubled. The cross troubles us. We weep and cry. It troubles us. These are very honest uh, tropars, aren't they? Like she just didn't overcome it. There were things she needed to do. And then this: When the spotless ewe lamb saw thee, the lamb, hanging upon the cross in pain, she lamented sorely, dismayed, and said, weeping, "How is it thou art slain, O my son?" In thy wish to tear, to tear up the writ of condemnation of Adam, the first form man, and to deliver all mankind from death. Glory to thy dispensation, O thou who lovest mankind, so the cross delivers us. We weep and cry. We are troubled, and we're delivered. So, just a few comments on these. So the crosses we bear, if they contain these kind of emotional qualities, we should cry. We should be hurt. We should be, we should lament. We should mourn. That's a good thing to do, to cry. To have a severe situation in our life, a difficult thing, something that is difficult to bear. Tears are good. We weep. The greatest example of this is Mary and Martha coming to the Lord with tears saying, Lord, your friend Lazarus has died. Our brother is dead. And the Lord comes to Lazarus' tomb and what's the Lord even do? He weeps. He weeps. He weeps weeps at the condition of death. He weeps at the death of his friend. This, this animated human being that he loved was no longer animated. That's a sad thing. He weeps. So many times our crosses, we need to understand that weeping is a good thing to do. We need to weep. We need to be sad about it. We need to mourn it. Not in a morbid way, but in a way that allows our emotions to be expressed honestly. Honestly. So we weep. But in the troparian, of the, 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 all the hymnity around the cross, it says the cross wipes away the tears of sorrow. So you bear your cross with tears, and what do the tears do? Eventually, they dry up, because the cross wipes those tears away. See we can sit there without bearing the cross properly and just cry and cry and mourn and gripe and become bitter. But if we weep at the foot of the cross begging God for mercy, he wipes away the tears of sorrow. Wow. Just by that, right? Just with this. So beautiful for us. So weep unto God. Be sorrowful for the crosses that you bear that are emotional in that way. Don't let them sit in there and allow the emotion to be stirred in a a way where resentment and bitterness comes in. Weep so that God through the cross can dry up the tears of sorrow. So, secondly, it says the mother of God was troubled. As soon as we are bearing a cross, we always ask this question which we should never ask. Why me? <laughs> Why me? It's not, a, it's not an easy question to answer. Sometimes there's not an answer. Sometimes you won't know the answer. But, it's, but the, the, the effort here is that we are troubled by the things that we bear, the difficulties of life that we bear. We're troubled by them. We need to understand that that's okay. It's okay to be troubled. But we take that trouble to God. We take that trouble and we continue to pray to God with that trouble. That actually becomes our prayer. That becomes our prayer. If I'm troubled with something, I should be praying about it all the time. You can pray unceasingly many times when you bear a difficult cross. You're praying all the time. So the cross in this way becomes a means by which we can transform that trouble, that sorrow, to joy. Let me share a story. Father Zacharias of the Essex St. John Monastery in Essex told a story one time to all our uh, clergy on the West. He said that there was a dear lady who came to him with a very... Severe disease that was going to take her life. It was, she was told she had like six months to live. She was troubled. And he was troubled. (laughs) He said, I didn't, I didn't know what to tell her. That's how he voices. I didn't know what to say to her. This beautiful, humble man. um, I didn't know what to say to her. So I said, every time you feel the pain that This disease is causing, I want you to say, Glory to thee, O God, glory to thee. And so he said, as she left, he said, I don't think I gave her very good advice. (laughs) This is like I should have been profound or something, you know. And I was, he said, I was really nervous that this wouldn't help her. And so he got a call. Uh, and she was in the hospital and on her deathbed, had maybe days to to, to live. And so, uh, that's Father Zacharias calling us, by the way. Uh, I told him, when I tell you the story, I want the phone call. And they're going to put him on speakerphone so he can hear this. Hi, Father Zacharias, we love you. So, Father Zacharias gets the word that she's in the hospital. And he goes, he says, I go very worried because I don't know if this advice did anything good for her at all. And he said he came into the hospital bed and the woman was glowing. And she she said, how are you? She says, I'm wonderful. Father, I took your advice. Every time the pain came, I said, glory to thee, oh God, glory to thee. And, And I kept following, kind of moving my soul closer and closer to God. He says, well, are there any difficulties? He says, yes, people come and bother me by visiting me. (laughs) He says, because the Lord is right there in the corner waiting for me. See, Troubled. She came troubled. But she bore the cross with simple words. Glory to thee, O God. Glory to thee. And she was delivered. Bitter waters were made sweet. The fountain of light and holiness was given to her by she, because she bore that troubled cross in a holy way. So We can do that. So deliverance, the last thing for us. There's a beautiful prayer that the clergy pray uh, before the... Uh, Before we do the uh, creed, I will love you, Lord, my strength, your firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. And my deliverer. And my deliverer. God delivers us from all our troubles. Suffering is an important aspect of our faith. Pain and difficulty and struggle are a part of our spiritual journey because without the crucifixion, there's no resurrection. We have to suffer to find joy. We have to go through troubles to find deliverance. You see, this is not... We just have to be able to step into it, to lean into it a bit, to understand that God is with us in these things. How do we know that he's with us? This has been very kind of profound for me recently. When we uh, begin the uh, anaphora prayers, and in the prayers we are consecrating the gifts. Before the gifts are consecrated, the priest says, Take, eat. These are the words of the Lord. Take, eat. This is my body broken for you. Oh my gosh. The king of all creation allowed his body to be broken for you. So you could find deliverance. So he could be with you in your struggle. So you could find him in your struggle. And then he says, drink of this cup, all of you. This is my blood shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. So what a God we have who understands that there's suffering in life. There's suffering in the world. People have free will, right? They choose to do the bad things. So there's suffering in the world. And he knew that. And so what did he do? He broke his body and he spilled his blood for you. For you. So that he could be with you in your struggles. So that he could deliver you from your struggles. So you could draw near to him in your struggles. What a beautiful God we have. What a beautiful, humble God we have. Who understands the struggle and difficulties of life and enters those struggles with us. So, today, may we bear the crosses given to us, that they may wipe away the tears of sorrow, that they may make the bitter waters sweet, that they may be to us a fountain of light and holiness, that they may be the destroyers of death, to bring us eternal life, and those crosses may they be a door to paradise In the name of the father son and holy spirit